and take up the will in the middle of the will, which is the will of God. And watch him do what he do. All right. We have a theme scripture. I want you to read it. And we're going to read it together. The reason why we use this theme scripture is because we want this word to saturate your heart. And when you think about the word and as you speak it, it's bringing change to you. Your will will get changed by the word of God. Let's read it. And we have known and believe the love that God has for us. Stop right there. It says, you know, and you believe. There's a difference. You can know a whole lot of stuff, but you don't believe it. But now you know God and you believe God. Say, I believe him. Okay. God. Stop right there. What is God? Love. Read it again. God is love. And? Amen. Abiding means to take up residence. Live there. All right. If you live in God and God is love, you don't have nothing to worry about. All right. The issue is we need to understand what love truly is. All right. Because love is an action word. Which means there's a way to love. All right. Now, turn to John chapter 14, verse 5 and 6. We're going to use this as a springboard. <clears throat> when you're there, shout amen. amen. John 14, verse 5. <clears throat> John 14, verse 5. What verse is it? Five. What chapter is it? 14. What book is it? John. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us to a place where we can feast at your table. You called us name by name. We heard your voice. We came, Lord, that we may sit in your presence. And have an ear to hear what the spirit has to say to the church. Father, we declare that we are your church. So take every thought captive. Bring us into a oneness. That we may have an ear to hear. We ask that you would break down every barrier of separation. Like you brought down the walls of Jericho. That we may enter in together. And hear what the spirit has to say to the church. And father, as I stand here, I tremble. Knowing that I'm not worthy. 
But by your choice, God, I surrender. I ask that you would consecrate me to be fit to be used today. Press down on the spirit of Felix and move him out of your way that your spirit may manifest so we would hear what you have to say to your church. Father, we love you. We thank you and we praise you. Now have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John, chapter 14, verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? How can we know the way? Verse 6. And Jesus said to him, read it together. I am the truth. Amen. He says, show me. He says, we don't know the way. What is this way? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh to the Father except for the way. Amen. How many of you know Jesus? So you got the way. All right. Turn to Isaiah chapter number 55. Verse number three. We there? Okay. It reads, incline your ear and come to me, says the Lord. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will... Make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know and nations who do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God. And the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Who is the Holy One of Israel? Jesus, Jesus has glorified you by putting his spirit in you. 
Verse eight. I mean, verse six. Seek the Lord when while he may be found. Call upon him when while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return where? And he will have mercy on him. That was a predicament we were all in. Some of us may still be in the predicament. And he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. Yes, yeah, somebody said, wow. Now, if God abundantly pardons you, couldn't you believe for him to abundantly pardon others? And couldn't you? Take on that same way and start abundantly pardoning others because you've already received abundantly pardoned. Shoot, we could go home with just that right there. Now, now, he says this. The Lord says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Amen. God speaks to Isaiah about this abundant life through the Holy One. And it is an uncharacteristic way in which God does things because his way is not our way. But sometime we want to try to make it our way instead of his way. Therefore, we have embraced a conditional love while God has given us an unconditional love. We are operating in the wrong way. And I want to use as a topic this morning Love God's way. It is not only a topic, it is an instruction. I want you to tell your neighbor, 
like Nike tells you, just do it. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Isaiah begins to speak to us today. And the first thing he does, he says, incline your ear and come near. Because sometimes we come to church, we're in the pews, but we are afar off from God because our thoughts are all over the place. I, I am believing that God is taking every thought captive right now. I'm believing that whatever you, your, listen, whatever your mind tries to think about, that God is going to take it under arrest today. Amen. That you may have an ear to hear what the spirit has to say Amen. to the church. I, I believe I believe if I was going to uh, ter- take a survey today and ask each one of you. Um, if you have ever had a relationship in which you've loved somebody and you failed in that relationship because either you didn't love right or they didn't love right or you both didn't love right. I believe the survey would come back unanimous that we have all failed or been failed or both somewhere along the line. The issue is that it's not only that has happened, but it has happened numerous times, even in the body of Christ, whereby we come to church and there, the rate of divorce in our country is 50 percent of that 50 percent. The rate of divorce in the church is 50 percent, whereby I see it. There's no difference in the commitment in the world as it is in the church. Whereby we are coming to church saying we are in the way, but we have no understanding of the way. Hmm. He begins to talk to us and talks to us about the mercies of David and says that surely he has set up a system and designed to us and showing us through the mercies of David. You would have to understand that there's something significant about David. As the prophet begins to talk about David, the Bible says that David was a man after God's heart. We believe that he was a man after God's heart and we have questions because David sinned. But that does not mean that he's a man after God's heart because he sinned. David loved God. He was after God. See, you have to understand the reason why God said he was a man after my heart, because David was a God chaser. Whether he sinned or not, he tripped and fell. He got up, he scraped his knees off and he kept on pursuing God. God was his ideal purpose. God was his source. God was where his sights were set. So God says, David is a man after my own heart. Not only that, it was David 
who 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 worshiped God on the backside of a mountain. The truth be told, he was taking care of sheep, walking in a bunch of sheep dump. Sheep were smelly animals in the same way. Jesus was born in a manger around some sheep, some smelly stuff. There was some relationship with David and Jesus. God knew that he had purpose in David and was going to bring Jesus through the lineage of David. Whereby he says through the mercies of David. 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 Sought after God. Now, I want you to put. Psalms 25 and 4, because you have to understand how God, David went after God. Uh, now, first thing David says, read the board for me. So David says to God, show me your way. We ask God to show me your miracle. See, it's different because you cannot uh, understand God's love until you understand God's way. Because Isaiah says your, his ways and our ways are different. As a matter of fact, he says they're as different as the heavens and the earth. They are that far apart. So our ways look nothing like God's ways. So David seeks the very wisdom of God and wants God, show me how you get down, brother. I don't need you to show me how you opened up the Red Sea. I know that's a miracle. Show me how you work. I need to know your ways. Because if I understand how you flowing, I could get in the flow. But as long as I don't understand, I'll keep flowing in my own direction. God, I need you to show me. Show me your way. And the brothers, you know, the brothers, we want to pick our girl. And so we pick our girl. Based on how she look on the outside. Yeah, we do. No, I'm just looking for a good heart. Well, she gonna first have to pass by the outside first. <laughs> Women don't laugh because you got the same thing up there. And because of that, because of that, you have operated in your way. Truth be told, God, show me my mate. Show me the one that you're going to connect with me to give you glory. Show me the one that's going to bring out the purpose in my life. Show me who the hookup really is. I don't want to see the way I see anymore. I need you to show me. Everybody that believes, tell God, show me. Put it back up there. We're going to stay here for a minute. Show me. Show me. Show me. You know, the way you look at it, you see it might look good on the outside. 
and be Freddy Cougar on the inside. I thought this was good for me. Show me. God, show me. He said, uh, show me your way. Uh, And then he said, and then teach me. Uh, Wait a minute. Get back there. Show me your way and then teach me. Teach me. Well, now, Now get this. What he's really saying is teach me how to walk in your way. David says, I don't even know how to love. Uh, I don't know how to do anything. But God, if you show me you and I belong to you, then I'll listen. I'll know it's you when you're showing me. See, sometimes we look for other people to show us the way. Truth be told, you've learned too much from other folks. And and I'm not going to put the Internet down. But the other truth is you be trying to learn too much from the Internet. They didn't name it Internet for no reason. It's a net that's trying to catch the inner you. And God has claimed the inner you. And if you spend too much time on the Internet, you'll get trapped up in the world system. And God wants you to be a part of his system. <laughs> that was good. He said, stop going to Google and go to God. <laughs> he, he, he asked God to show him and then teach him. I, I want you to know that Moses in Exodus chapter 33 has a similar conversation. Verse number 13, he 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 has a similar conversation. Uh, Let's read it. Now, therefore, I pray. Now, stop. He said now he's praying to God. How many of you have been praying to God? I want to know. I seen the hands. You don't have to raise them. You can wink at me. But I want you to wink at me if you ask him to show you his way. Uh-huh. See, 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 you, you, you've been asking him for stuff. You've been asking him to work it out. But if he show you his way, then you can. Oh, goodness. Ah, uh, he, he, will, he, he will have you operate your own way out because he wants to use you because people are looking at you. And if, the, he, if you show people his way, then you'll, he'll get them to come his way. See, God is using you right now. And if he allowed something to happen to you, it's not for you to get upset. It's for you to get to him and ask him to show. I'm tired of people talking about miracles. Show me your way. I'm tired of getting lost along the way. Show me your way. Therefore, I pray. He said, if I have found grace in your sight. What does he say? Show me when. Go ahead and talk to God. Tell him. 
Tell him, show me. Tell him, show me. Now get there, he said, show me your way. Oh, this is good. That I may what? Wait, wait, wait. If I'm reading that correctly, it is impossible for you to truly know God unless you know the way of God. So then you cannot foster a relationship outside of the church. Because the church is God's way. And, and, and many, the Bible says many will fall away. That's why we're in the book of first, in first John, second John, third John, because many are going to fall away because they're going to want to go by their own way. But the church is God's system in which he gives revelation. Oh, goodness. Uh, your way that I may what? Know you and that I may. And. Do you know that God is so awesome that if you ask him to know him and to know his way, he will reveal it to you. Now, now, now get this. You cannot find God's way. Oh, I'm just trying to find my way. You will never be able to find God's way. God's way must be revealed. So he has to reveal himself. You ever play hide and go seek? I used to play hide and go seek when I was a kid. And I used to play with bigger kids. So some of them I just couldn't find. And so I would have to say, Ali, Ali, Akshan, free, free, free. (laughs) And so the ones that I couldn't find would reveal themselves. And see, God is so distant from us. That we'll never be able to find him. He has to reveal himself to who he is. And he said, well, the Bible says to seek him. Yes, he tells you to seek him. But he says, my ways are past finding out. In other words, you will never be able to find my way on Google. You will never be able to find my way from brother man over there. And the way for you to find my way is you're going to have to seek me for yourself. You don't have to find me. I'll just reveal myself to you if you seek after me. He, he, he emphatically blesses those who ask for his way. So David and Moses both ask God to show me. Show me your way. Moses, the Bible says, uh, he said to Moses in that 33rd chapter, he said, look, I'm going to pass before you, but I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock so you don't see me. And when I go by, you're going to see my backside, but I'm going to show you my way. He, he says, Moses, Here's my way. I want you to go into Egypt. And I want you to tell the king to let 
my people go. Wait, 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 wait. That's God's way. See, his way is so different than ours. Because if it was our people, we would say, I'm going in myself. You know how we are. I can do this myself. Sometimes I don't need nobody. Truth be told, you can't do nothing by yourself. Let me, let me show you how God's way works. It's different than your way. Do you know that there was a serpent in the garden? And Adam and Eve was kicking and they was doing everything God wanted. And Adam was walking through the cools of the garden with God every day. And there was a serpent out there. Now, if I was going to do things my way, before the serpent got to bite Eve, I would have killed him. Anybody in here with me? Wait, wait, wait. Before harm came, I would have killed harm. See, but God says, no. Ah, my system doesn't work like yours. You're broken and you need me. He says, therefore, I got to show you broken so that I could keep you dependent on me. And so Eve, 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 Eve comes up to a serpent that God should have killed in the first place because if God would have killed him according to our way, then Eve would have never had to go through what she went through, then we wouldn't have never had to go through what we went through. We would have all been kicking in the garden. It would have been all good from here. But that's not God's way. God's way says, I want I want a proven love. He says, so I got to let something bite you so that I could show up and I can heal you. Because if you never have a healer, then how would you know my characteristic of being a healer? See, he one of his way is to heal. And see, we, we wouldn't have done it that way. As a matter of fact, when the walls of Jericho were shut up, we would have told that person in Jericho, let down those walls. God, who, what kind of God would bring down the walls of Jericho by people wa- walking around it and shouting? God said, that's my way. Now, you have a reference point. When something, there's a wall that's stopping you, you don't have to lay down and cry and keep silent. You can get up and march and then give God a praise and watch the wall what's trying to stop you come down because God has a method to the ways that he does things. I was mad at God when he called me to preach. I became I, I felt the sanctification of God and I got mad at him. I said, God, I went to a conference. I, so this, this is how it is. I was at a conference, 55,000 men, and we were praying. They said, break off in groups of five. We broke off in groups of five and we began to pray and, and everybody began to testify. And I was last. And the five men that I was holding hands with 
was saying how they grew up in church and never smoked and never did this and never cussed. And I'm feeling just as low. Because I didn't do everything. I feel, I'm no, and I'll I'll be honest with you, I feel like I was no good. And it came to me. What about you, brother? (laughs) What I was wanting to say was I'm trying to wipe the alcohol off my breath. Because I didn't drink for so long. What I really wanted to say I got so high that I had to pray for God to take it that high away from me. What I really wanted to say is I, I didn't got in so many of the wrong beds that I defiled everything. I see, I'll just, I, I wanted to just tell the truth. But I was scared to tell the truth. So I said, I'm just thankful. You ever go to a place and you feel like you're out of place? I said, I'm just thankful. I came back home and I was listening to the thing and they were singing all the praises unto God for what he has done. And how, you know, I was thinking about what they were singing earlier. And he thought I was worth saving. And I, and I was just listening to the song and I began, and I'm getting mad at God. I'm like, God, how are you going to let all this men live this life? And I didn't live all like this guy. How come you didn't just keep me from all that sin? He said, because that's not my way. He said, I had to let you go through everything. So I can deliver you from everything. And you can go and tell the people that there's a God that has a way to deliver you from everything. I went from freaking out to faithing out. I just believe God and his way. Do you understand that God, when he demonstrates his love, he will cause you to freak out. Almost like an eagle. Mother loves her baby eagle. Take care of the baby eagle. But it comes a time when the eagles have to learn to fly. I would think the mother eagle would jump out the nest and say, watch me, babies. But that is not how it worked. That is not the way. In order for the eagle to help the baby fly, they said, it's time for you to go to another level. That's what God wanted me to tell you. You've been living it up in 2018, but it's time to take you to another level. God said, I'm going to show you my way so that I can help you go to another level. You can't go by just sitting back and watching. You're going to have to learn my way. And when you learn my way, you will go to another level. So the eagle, she gets the eaglet. She scoops the little eaglet off the nest. And the nest sits on a real high place. And she gets the eagle. And the eagle, the baby eagle's eagle is riding on her neck, back of her head. She flies out and gets to a place where the eaglet 
has to learn. And she tilts over. And the eaglet begins to fall. And the eagle is trying to learn how to fly. But the eagle is not flying. The eagle is freaking. And I could tell, you see, the eagle is freaking out. And when the eagle almost gets down to where it's going to crash, the mother swoops down and picks up the eagle and say, you didn't get it this time. Let me fly back up so you can freak again. I want to talk to the people who has been freaking out before. I want to talk to the people who's ready to go up again. I want to talk to the people that want to do it God's way. Some of us thought we was flying, but you was freaking. God, he, he wants us to know his way. Now get this. He says, Moses, I'm going to show you my way. The people with Moses got to see the miracle. Because they only saw the miracle, they kept backsliding. Because all they would talk about is what God has done instead of who God is. When you know who he is, your testimony would not be for what he's done. It would be for who he is. And God allows you, little old you, to go through what you went through so that he can become all you need him to be. And you have a reference point that God allowed this to happen. Quit blaming other folks for stuff happening in your life. Understand that he's sovereign. He reigns over everything and nothing gets by your God. And if it comes to you, it's so God can show off in your life. And when you understand that it's all about God, you'll fall in love with God. He, he says, my ways are not your ways. So, so wait, 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 how, pastor, how do we begin to understand his way? Proverbs 9 and 10. How do I begin to understand his way? Proverbs 9 and 10. How do I begin to understand his way? Somebody shout fear. Now, fear is, listen, fear don't mean you're afraid of God in the sense of terror. Fear means that you have such a reverence for God. Let me help you. See, I used to sneak and do stuff and thinking God wasn't watching me. Anybody? look? See, I want to talk to the church folks who had a secret sin. Do stuff you like when nobody else knew about it. Huh? But that was a secret. But God knew. 
But when you fall in love with God, you will fear God. And that, listen, now, now the Bible says, fear of the Lord is what? It is the beginning of wisdom. So in order to get God's way, the first thing you're going to have to get is out of his way. Because if you're in his way, that's because sin is still in the camp. And you can never take on the way of God, nor can you see his way, nor can you get revelation as long as sin is dominant in your life. Breaking news. God's going to get rid of that, too. But here's the fear. When you fear God, you start working on getting rid of it. Before he steps in and knocks it out of you. See, that was some truth. Now, I'm not talking about he'll punch you. But I want to talk to the people who got delivered for some sin. Uh Uh-huh. And and listen, and it hurt too, didn't it? God knows how to hurt you to help you. Another one of his ways. So the beginning, listen, fear is the beginning of what? And the knowledge of what? The knowledge of Christ in you. You cannot obtain that revelation until you fear God. And here, here what fear looks like. You, listen, you're scared that God's going to find out your stuff. But here's the key. He already knew. Then fear, here, this is the fear. Being afraid to disappoint God. That's wisdom. And God knows your heart. And so he said, this is my way. The beginning of my wisdom. How, How many of you have prayed for wisdom before? He said, the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. Isaiah 33, verse 6, David. I want to talk to you from a different perspective. It says, wisdom and knowledge will be what? So listen, when you fear God, you become stable. If you don't have no fear of God, you'll do anything. You become stable of your times and what? The strength of salvation. Listen, it says when you fear God, he uses you to save other folks' lives. And you're stable. You won't become wishy-washy. You'll continue to show his way. Always. Now, that's the beginning. And listen, the fear of is, is what? Is his. Now, God says, I want you to fear me and hold me in reference. So that you will want to please me before you please yourself. Get this. That's his way. And he says, that's a treasure to me. God says, when you put me first, you become my treasure. Now, how many of you just want to be the treasure of God? 
One last point. He said, our ways and our thoughts are different. Now let's look at God's ways. God's ways are his actions and his intentions. His thoughts are the way that he perceives. So he says, the way I perceive things is way different than you. He said, my ways, my actions are way different. My intentions are different. Now, get this. His way, in, within his way, there is purpose. He shows Moses the purpose. He shows the people the way, the, the, the miracle. So wrapped up in the way, you will see purpose and you will see miracle. You will see purpose and you will see miracle. So everything that God does has purpose. But we get so focused on the miracle that we miss the purpose. So Jesus comes along and he loves us so much that he gives up his life for us. Purpose. He's risen on the third day. Miracle. Missing the purpose. His spirit comes into us because of the miracle. So then we now have purpose. His purpose is to take over our life so that we no longer operate according to our way. We operate according to his way. Tell God, say, God, God your, way your way equals, equals Yahweh. Yahweh. When, when, listen, when we begin to embrace the way of God, I want to know your way, God. Show me your way. Come here, Rudy. God will deliver something to you. Stand right here. That might hurt you. And if you focus on the hurt, that's your way. And it's time to focus on Yahweh. So God says, I got to get you to see my way. And you weren't seeing my way. So I had to let something happen in your life to hurt you. But don't blame the hurt. Blame the help. Because my purpose, if I allow hurt, help is coming. So then, the purpose is help. Why should we focus on hurt instead of focusing on help? Because you have taken up of too much of your way instead of taking on his way. His way is a very present help in the time of need. So if he's a very present help and you need him when you're hurt, take your eyes off of the hurt and put it on the help. 
Everybody in here need God's help. Shout help! You know, people get so caught up. They got so caught up in the miracle with Moses. And then he finally delivers them. God delivers them out. And then they walking and they free and they happy and they singing their song of happiness. And they walk up to the Red Sea. And their happiness went away because they thought their way. But his ways are not your way and his thoughts are not your thoughts. And the people, because they knew no purpose, they said, Moses, what are we going to do now? Moses said, I don't know. But he does. See, he knows everything. I want the people who really need help right now to shout help. And, and so Moses don't look at the trouble because trouble hurts you. Why do we focus on hurt instead of help? Oh, because your thoughts have taught you. But God has given you new thoughts. He wants you to know what he thinks of your trouble. So if you if he wants you to know what he thinks and do like Moses, Moses turned to God and said, God, what do we do? And he lifted his hands and he wasn't looking at the waters. He was looking at God. And when you begin to look up and look past what you see and what you think and just believe and know that God is. Believe and know that God loves you. Then it don't matter what's before you. You can wrap your arms away around God and whatever is before you, he'll begin to make it bow down. He'll bring whatever's troubling you to worship him. And see, 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 there's a plan behind your trouble. And God says, don't focus on the trouble. This year, I've already made a way out of no way. And if you turn your focus to Yahweh, then you'll see me on display. I want all God's people to give him some praise for loving you the way that he loves you. I want to share this with you. God is not going to allow you to be his God. Let me say that again. God is not going to allow you to be his God. He has one way, and that's righteousness. Okay? Sin blocks the blessings of God from flowing in your life. Stand up for a second, Rudy. Sin, block, you know, people who are in willful sin and then get on your knees and pray for Lord to bless you. That don't even make sense. How can God bless mess? 
He's not in it. So what he does with mess, since you want to stay in it, he'll make it bigger. In other words, it becomes a pure, a, a, a mature mess. You ever get in trouble and, and, and you keep, keep it hidden and it got bigger? Mm-hmm. God takes a mess and allows it to mature. And then he delivers you. The mature mess becomes a message. Because mess matured is mess of age. You didn't get that. So when the mess becomes of age, he delivers you from it. And then you have a message. That there is a way that don't make sense to man. And God's way is the only way. I want everybody that's ready to love God's way to give God a crazy pray. You know, Jesus, he loves us so much. While, listen, while he was on the cross, while he was on the cross, he was loving the ones that were trying to kill him. He was loving them so much that he said, hold up, y'all stop killing me for a minute because I, I got to talk. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. No, no, wait, wait, wait. He's put that same love in you. And he said to you, release my love on what's hurting you. Father, forgive him for he knows not what he's doing. Now get, check this out. But Lord, this is killing me. Can you see the picture? Jesus is telling God, this is killing me. You're in a situation where it's killing you? Understand, that listen, all this is about salvation. He says, I'm going to allow you to go through some stuff that feels like it's killing you. But this is my way. And if you can forgive the way I forgive, you can operate in my way and you'll be able to love the way that I love. He said, well, I don't want to do that. Okay. You don't have wisdom yet. Fear of God. I'm afraid not to forgive him. But he don't deserve forgiveness. It's not your thoughts. It's his thoughts that matter. And the way he thought about you 
when you didn't deserve to be forgiven. He wants you to offer that same way of love. When Jesus forgave and God heard him, it released salvation. There's people who are watching your life. When you take on his way, watch lives get saved. God is saying to you, love my way. I want everybody who got this revelation today to get up and give God a praise for love. Thank you. While you're standing, while you're standing, I have been criticized and people are logging on to Facebook and trying to 